0: With your knowledge of ethnobotany, I wanted to ask you more about how we can achieve better everyday performance, because the people listening, the people watching this podcast are obsessed with marginal gains. And we spoke in the main body of the podcast about how actually there is no panacea it's much more about just a, a complete approach and picture um can we delve into that in a bit more detail when when we focus on if you think about your your nighttime and your recovery and your sleep uh, have you learned anything through your work that really points to what people can do better to achieve that um uh, that that in a much more fulfilling way
1: Well, I thank you for that question. As an Amazonian ethnobotanist, I'm often asked if ayahuasca and the Amazonian green monkey frog are the secrets to eternal life. And I always point out that these should be thought of as dessert uh, rather than the main course. The main course should be looking after yourself. Obey the lessons that your parents taught you. Wash your hands, get a good night's sleep. I take my cue from the indigenous peoples that I've been working with for so long. There's no stress-related heart disease. There's very, very little cancer. And what I see is that these people enjoy life. These people are in touch with these families. These people exercise. These people are outsized. These people spend time with their family. So if you think that you can go into a health food shop and get a, a pill, or if you think you go to the Amazon uh, and meet some shaman for five minutes and get the secret of life, you're sadly mistaken. Uh, your body is the greatest machine ever created. You need to take care of that first and foremost. Eat well, sleep well, get exercise, have a good sex life, and then look for that magic pill, which you should be think of as a, as a tweak rather than a sustenance.
0: And I suppose... I suppose the people of the Amazon and and, and the shaman community, um, they have their own answers where immunity is concerned, do they not? I always feel that my husband has a professional sports team and um, for his purpose and focus and what he's trying to achieve, if he protects himself as well as he can and if the fellow sailors protect themselves as well as they can, they can then really perform to the best of their abilities. So how important is protection um, in in? in leading to ultimate performance, especially from the, you know, as we've said, the the shaman community and and the indigenous people.
1: I've worked mostly with the peoples and the plants of the Amazon over the course of my career, but I did a bit of work in Madagascar along the way. And I remember studying these things they called Tavis, T-A-V-Y, which were plant potions that you drank when you were well. Okay. And when I asked the healers what this meant, it said, well, if you drink it, you don't get sick. Okay, this is a drink for healthy people. If you're sick, we'll give you something else. And of course, decades ago, that seemed kind of weird. But now we think of them as immunostimulants. And in the Amazon, there's plenty of stuff they take so you don't get sick. So this, I think, translates to us when we're looking at things uh, that are essentially immunostimulants in nature. There's lots of those out there. And, you know, one of the problems I think we have in terms of looking after ourselves is this idea, this is a food, this is a medicine. Well, what's the difference? With indigenous peoples, there's often no difference. What is a food is a medicine. What is a medicine is a food. Galen, 400 years ago, said that uh, food is that which the body acts upon. Medicine is that which acts on the body. That's the best description I've heard. But if something is good for you to eat, whether it's eat your vegetables or um take a plant which is known to tone your immune system, why not? I mean, you can go overboard and be taking this stuff all the time and obsess about it, but that's kind of missing the point. Uh, I think that finding plants, like one of my favorites is cat's claw, comes right out of the Amazon. It grows in secondary forests and not destroying the forest to do it. I take it because it stimulates my immune system, according to German chemists, and their conclusions I trust.
0: It's interesting, isn't it? Because since the pandemic and since COVID, we've, we seem to have become a great deal more, obviously, we're much more aware as a uh, a worldwide global community about immunity and protection and being proactive about our health. And I suppose these people that you have met and have spent time with have been doing that forever in order just to live their lives better on a daily basis.
1: Exactly. And uh, uh, I do want to quote uh, my old Latin teacher um, who would always share his Latin sayings with us, the most important of which was, let the buyer beware. Because just because something is a plant product doesn't mean it can't be harmful. And just because you read something on the internet doesn't mean it's true. So there are trusted sources that people should rely on to make sure they're getting the good stuff, the right stuff. Um, some imported plant and fungal products uh, can, can be toxic, can be badly polluted. So look at books by people like Christopher Hobbs, the best book on medicinal mushrooms, HerbalGram I mentioned in the course of our interview that has the reliable information instead of having uh, read something or heard something and thinking, okay, it's a plant, so it's got to be good for me. Not always true.
0: Great. I will take that advice and run with it. Dr. Plotkin, thank you so much for your time.
1: Thank you Georgia my pleasure look forward to next Take time Take care
0: thank you really appreciate it